0: Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. This story is a little different, but I wanted to change it up a little. Now, I usually only read stories which are in the public domain for legal safety reasons, so I most definitely will not be reading all of the Berenstain Bears books. However, I thought it might be fun to sneak one in since I personally grew up with the Berenstain Bears a bit. I never watched the TV show, but I did own quite a few of their books. Since this story is clearly about being greedy, let's do the gratitude mindfulness exercise today. Close your eyes and just focus on breathing for a moment. Don't change the pace forcefully, just notate the process within. Inhale and exhale. Try to gently encourage your breathing to slow a bit. Perhaps internally count to four. Let your breath rest within your lungs for a beat And then let the breath back out on a count of four. Resting with your lungs empty for just a beat as well. Now let's focus a bit on our mind. We're going to think of three things you should be grateful for. You may be in a difficult situation or time in your life right now. And so this question may be hard to answer. That's okay. You can be grateful for small things. Like the air you breathe and the water you drink. Or you could name something on a massive scale. Maybe you just graduated or got a new job. That's good too. Just try to answer the question, if you could, what would you be grateful for right now? Or what do you hold in your heart? Focus on just one of these three things for now. Focus and be truly grateful in this moment. Think whatever it is in your mind. Metaphorically embrace this thing for which you are grateful. Now move your attention to the second thing you are grateful for, the second item you hold in your heart. Again, it can be very simple, like your favorite beverage, or perhaps a pet or even an item you own. Right now, be truly grateful for that thing. Think about what it brings to your life and thank it internally. And now move on to the third thing for which you are grateful. It doesn't have to be something physical. It could be a concept or an idea, perhaps an activity you enjoy doing, or a blessing you feel you have in your life. Focus on this item and be truly grateful in this moment. Really see it in your mind and feel the joy it brings you. Slowly bring your focus back to your breath once more. Just sit with the rhythm for a moment without adjusting it in any way. And when you're ready, open your eyes and notice two things in the room that you haven't noticed before or haven't paid attention to in a while. Look around and notate the first item. Really see it. Name that item and review it. Now find the second item and focus your attention on it for a moment. Name this item as well and look it over. Great job! You've completed the exercise. I like to take a nice, long, slow sigh and I invite you to do so as well. If you need to, you can sit a bit more with your natural breathing rhythm. Stop when you feel ready. And now, here's the story. The Berenstain Bears Get the Gimmies by Stan and Jan Berenstain When a cub's behavior takes a turn for the worst, it's hard for parents to know what to do first. Of course, the members of the bear family, who lived in the big tree house down a sunny dirt road in bear country, loved each other. They loved each other very much. Brother and Sister Bear loved their Mama and Papa. Naturally, Mama and Papa Bear loved their cubs. And of course, they were nice to them, as nice as they could be. But sometimes, sometimes, they were a little too nice. Sometimes the cubs got too many treats, too many toys, and too many rides on the bucking duck at the mall. Maybe that's why Brother and Sister Bear got the gimme's. Or maybe it was because there were treats, toys, and fun things to do wherever they looked. At the supermarket, at the mall, on TV, and just about every which where. Maybe that was why they began making a fuss to get what they wanted, especially at the supermarket checkout, where there were always stacks and stacks of candy and other goodies. Now cubs, Mama Bear said as the family got into the checkout line, and she saw that big old gimme gleam in their eyes. We can't have a big fuss every time we pass candy. I simply won't stand for it. But, Mama, whined Sister, they have gummy gumballs, my favorite. And she chompers, my favorite, whined Brother. Now, hush, said Mama. I simply won't listen to another word. And that's when Papa Bear smiled and said, Now, Mama, you're only young once, and handed the cubs their favorite treats. It's only too true, said Mama, as they were leaving the supermarket, that you're only young once. But that's all the more reason to learn proper behavior while you're still young. And I certainly think... Look, look! shouted Sister. A new ride! Hey, a bucking frog! shouted Brother. That looks even better than the bucking duck. May we ride it, please? May we? May we? Please? Now, Papa had just bought them treats, and he thought that was enough for one day. But the cubs made such a fuss that he sighed, dug into his pocket, and put some money in the slot. Papa looked at Mama and shrugged. Cubs will be cubs, he said. It may be true that cubs will be cubs, said Mama as they walked across the parking lot to their car, but that's no excuse for jumping up and down and making a scene every time they see something they want. Look, 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 shouted the cubs once again. Little rubber cats that stick out their tongues when you squeeze them. Cubs, said Mama. That will be quite enough. I don't want to hear another word. Oh, please, they shouted. May we have them? Please, 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 please. Papa decided it was time to put a stop to all the fussing. Stop that fussing, he said in his loudest Papa Bear voice. But they were making such a commotion, they didn't even hear him. Sister was jumping up and down so hard that she fell over backward and started kicking her feet in the air. Please, 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 shouted the cubs so loudly that the whole parking lot took notice. Ugh, said embarrassed Papa to the toy seller. Two of those rubber pussycats, please. The rubber pussycats not only stuck out their tongues when you squeezed them, they went squeak, squeak as well. And they squeak, squeaked all the way home. Mama was quite annoyed by the time they got back to the treehouse, but Papa was so angry he could hardly speak. It wasn't until the cubs had gone about their business and Mama had made a pot of tea that Papa's voice came back loud and clear. Of all the outrageous, disgraceful, embarrassing behavior I have ever seen, he roared, that selfish, greedy performance by our cubs was the worst. Brother and sister have the worst case of the galloping, greedy gimme's I've ever seen. Yes said Mama, calmly sipping her tea. But have you ever stopped to think about why they have the gimmies? Perhaps their greedy behavior isn't all their fault. Perhaps it's partly our fault for giving in every time they make a fuss. Papa listened quietly. Perhaps so, he said. It's up to us, she continued, to explain things to them, to help them understand why it's important not to be greedy. Then Papa called the cubs in for a talking to. He told them why it wasn't a good idea to be selfish and greedy and want everything in sight. Selfish greedy cubs, he explained, can never be happy because you just can't have everything you want all the time. Life isn't like that. Do you understand? Oh yes, Papa, we understand, they said. He talked to them about counting their blessings, which meant enjoying the things they had instead of forever wanting more and more and more. Does that make sense to you? he asked. Oh, yes, Papa, they said. It makes a lot of sense. That's when the cubs heard the sound of a familiar car door. It was Grizzly Gramps and Gran come to call. Brother and sister ran to open the front door, and as Gramps and Gran came up the steps, they made the biggest fuss yet. What'd you bring me? they screamed. What'd you bring me? What'd you bring me? That did it. Up to your room, roared Papa. "'Up to your room, and no TV or treats for a week, for a month, for a year!' The cubs knew this wasn't the time to argue. They scurried up the stairs and into their room. "'We seem to have come at a bad time,' said Gran. "'What about these things we brought with us?' asked Gramps. "'A puzzle for brother, and a top for sister.' "'Your presents will have to wait, Gramps,' answered Mama. "'I'm afraid brother and sister have a bad case of the gimmies. "'The galloping greedy give Added Papa. The worst case I've ever seen. The cubs opened their door a crack to listen. The worst case, Saya, eh, uh, said Gramps, looking Papa in the eye. Seems to me you were quite a gimme cub yourself when you were little. Brother and sister sneaked to the top of the stairs so they could hear better. I was, said Papa. Of course, we didn't have malls or supermarkets back then, but there was old Rufy Grizzly's general store. Wonderful place. Sold just about everything honey cake, licorice sticks molasses apples, and all sorts of toys and novelties. And did you ever have the gimme's? Did you ever? You wanted everything in sight, downright embarrassing. Why, it got so bad, we couldn't go there anymore. So we worked out a deal, said Gran. When it came time for a trip to the general store, we had you decide on a treat ahead of time. It could be a suite, a toy, or a book. And that was it for the day. Right, said Gramps. And if you came down with the gimmies, we went right home, and you got nothing. That sounds like a pretty good plan to me, said Mama. Me too, said Papa. The cubs tiptoed back to their room. It sounded okay to them, too. The next time the Bear family went to the supermarket, they tried the Gramps and Grand plan, and it worked. Brother decided he would get a book about dinosaurs, and Sister wanted a new box of crayons. Mama and Papa were very proud when the cubs passed the candy rack, without so much as a peep. Brother and sister were pretty proud of themselves, too. But then they heard it, the familiar sound of a cub with a bad case of the gimmies. The kicking, screaming cub was just behind them in the checkout line. You never heard such a fuss. What outrageous, disgraceful, embarrassing behavior, said sister. May we leave? Yeah, said brother. Let's get out of here. And that's how Brother and Sister Bear got rid of a pretty bad case of the Galloping Greedy Gimmies. Once again, the moral is very clear. Be thankful for what you have and don't be greedy for what you don't. Let's hear what the Dalai Lama has to say about greed. The interesting thing about greed is that although the underlying motive is to seek satisfaction, even after obtaining what you want, you're still not satisfied. It's this endless, nagging desire for more that leads to trouble. On the other hand, if you're truly contented, it doesn't matter whether you get what you want or not. Either way, you remain content. It connects to the age-old saying that money can't buy you happiness. My friends and I always joke by responding, yeah, but it sure makes life easier. But I don't think the saying is really intended for life's basic needs. We need food, clothes, and shelter. Our society requires money to purchase these needs. Therefore, we do in fact need money. But rather than focus on what we need, I think we need to consider the things we want. Is collecting shoes your hobby or are you replacing something you're missing in your life with a buying obsession? We should reflect on a regular basis on what we do and why we do the things we do. Are we trying to cover up a hurt? Ignore a pain? Greed does not only come in the form of things. Gluttony is greed over food. Lust is a greed over earthly pleasures. Ask yourself, are you living the life you want? And if the answer is no, what are some simple things you can change today to redirect your life on the right path? Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.